This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, dear radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right today? Oh, I trust so. Bless your heart. I think of so many of you whom I know personally and the circumstances in which you live. My heart goes out to you. I just pray that God may keep his hand upon you and that throughout this day or night, as the case may be, because some of you listen late at night, I know, throughout the time, the hours that lie ahead, you'll be conscious of God's touch upon you. The touch of the nail-pierced hand. Oh, how wonderful it is. Oh, I'm fine, thank you. This is your friend, Dr. Cook, and I'm glad to be back with you, believe me. And we're thinking about goodness, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. What comes under goodness? The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance, ordered steps, stops, and stumbles. The Lord is good, ready to forgive. The Lord is good in relationship to the reproach and the opinions of others. The goodness of God extends even to your critics. How about that? It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's where we were the last time we got together. Don't worry. Look at the way God takes care of the birds and flowers. God cares about you. Put God first. Make him your treasure. That's about as far as we got the last time we were together looking at Luke chapter 12. Then he says, Let your loins be girded and your lights burning, and ye yourselves like men that wait for their Lord when he returns from the wedding. That when he returns and knocks, they may open unto him immediately. Get busy and stay ready for his coming. Your loins girded, that means you're ready to get to work. I'm amazed at the number of believers who have no slightest intention of being busy for the Lord. As a matter of fact, if you ask them to do something which may um, require a certain amount of time and effort, they say, oh, I'm far too busy to do that. What they're actually saying without realizing it is, what I'm doing is more important than what you're asking me to do for God. It's kind of an insult, isn't it, to him, if you put it that way. And yet that's what we say. I'm too busy. I can't do that. I'm too busy. I can't teach that Sunday school class. Why, I would have to prepare the lessons, and I'd have to call on my students when they were ill or absent. And uh, I, there are so many things. I, I can't do that. I'm too busy. Well, too busy doing what, beloved? Is what you are now busy at to use a sentence that ends with a preposition, <laughs> is what you are now busy at so important that it takes precedence over the work of the Lord? See, that's the embarrassing question that comes up immediately. He says, get your loins girded. That means get ready to work for the Lord. God's goodness puts you to work. Had you thought about that? God's goodness puts you to work for him. You never need to wonder <clears throat> about what you can do for the Lord. All you have to do is get on your knees and, and ask God to guide you and then get up and the first thing you see will be something that you can do for God's glory. It doesn't always turn out to be religious. It may be so uh, ordinary and down to earth as, as uh, uh, cleaning the kitchen floor for somebody who's sick or diapering the baby, or, or bringing over a pot of, of uh, nutritious uh, chicken soup for somebody. I don't know. <clears throat> There's a lot of things that aren't necessarily religious, 
but which do honor your Lord because you do them in Jesus' name and you are a blessing to somebody else in the process. All we're saying is the goodness of the Lord puts you to work, not asks you to sit around and sing yourself into sanctified senility. You want to remember that? Oh, he is good. I look back over my own life and see how the Lord put me to work at different things. My father had thoughtfully seen to it that I learned how to play the violin as a very small child. I took two lessons a week and had to practice two hours a day at age six, seven, eight, around in there. One day with the teacher, J. Garfield Chapman was his name, I remember, a kindly gentleman and a very fine musician, took me aside after the lesson was over and he said, now <clears throat> sit down, my boy, I want to talk with you. He said, I'll have to tell you, you will never be a great violinist. But he said, if you practice hard, you might turn out to be a pretty good fiddler. <laughs> well, that was qualifying the buyer, wasn't it? Well, he was being fair with me. And so the, the years went on and uh, I kept up my violin, played in the high school orchestra uh, through high school, played in the church orchestras. I even uh, played on Saturday in a Seventh-day Adventist uh, Sunday school orchestra because I was in love with the cello player, as I recall. <laughs> she wouldn't She wouldn't give me the time of day. <laughs> oh, dear. Life is cruel, isn't it? Huh? But I kept up with the... Uh, I kept up with the violin, and uh, lo and behold, it became quite useful in those salad days when I was at Moody Bible Institute and in college and otherwise. I don't play now anymore. The, the kids gave me my old uh, original violin rebuilt uh, as a present at our 50th wedding anniversary. That was so thoughtful of them. And one of the presents that they gave, uh, they gave Mother and me some different presents when we had our little uh, 50th anniversary uh, dinner. And they came out with this violin. Uh, Wendell, my son-in-law, had had uh, taken it to a violin maker in Chicago, and he took it apart. It was an old Wurlitzer violin. A pretty good fiddle, however, according to what he said. He took it apart and, and re-glued it and, and strung it up once again, and it had pretty good tone to it, and they gave it to me. Well, I play it very seldom. You know, The sounds I produce now after all these years are strange and wonderful. But in those salad days, it, it came out very good. See, God prepared me to give me something to do for him. The point I'm making, actually, is that, that if you just look around you, the goodness of God has given you the wherewithal to serve him and to be a blessing to others. Right now, as you are and where you are, you don't have to wait till somebody gives you a, an honorary doctor's degree or you get called to the first church of I Will Arise with uh, 30,000 members. You don't have to wait until something wonderful happens. Look around you. Jesus said, Say not ye there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. It's already, fellas. The harvest, of course, was people. Where he was standing, there weren't any fields right there. It was right near the town. But the harvest was people, the, the, the men particularly, who came tumbling out of the town in eagerness to see this man who had told on them. The Samaritan lady who had gotten converted, reader's story in John chapter 4, the Samaritan lady who had gotten converted and had trusted Christ as her Messiah and her Savior went back in town and said, there's a man out there that told on you. <laughs> well, you know what would happen. 
Why, they just tumbled out of the town in eagerness to see this person, find out how much he had said about them indeed. And after they met him, they said to her, Now we believe not because of thy saying only, but because we have seen him ourselves and believe. Oh, that was a wonderful saying. Well, see, where you are, Jesus said, You fellows are waiting for something to happen. The harvest is there right in front of you. Where you are, beloved, and what you are, and the circumstances in which you are, right this minute, are part of God's good provision for you to get to work. Now, all of that grew out of the phrase in in Luke twelve thirty five, let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. Get on the job for God. Look around you today, will you? And see, perhaps to your surprise, that there are things and people and situations all around you in which you can work for your blessed Lord. Now he goes on to say, be like like men that wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Be ye ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not. Ready, ready. The goodness of God keeps you ready for every eventuality. Christ's First illustration was the master coming back from a wedding party. The servants are to be ready. And then he'll gird himself and may and uh, uh, verily I say unto you when he that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down and will come forth and serve them. This is a forerunner of Revelation three twenty. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and sup with him and he with me. The Lord Jesus turns around and is your heavenly host when you start serving him. And it says this, no, he changes the illustration now. If the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken into there, be ye therefore ready also. He, he takes the illustration of, of a person, a thief who breaks in. So you don't know when he's coming, so you have to be ready. Well, both illustrations point up the fact that the goodness of God leads you and me to stay on the job and stay alert for God's glory. That's what it's all about. And when you do, he says, I'm going, I'm going to come in and, and you'll be my guest. Instead, he'll gird himself and make them sit down. We'll come forth and serve them. Jesus turns out to be your wonderful host when you honor him by getting on the job for his glory. It's good truth, isn't it? The goodness of God. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now, the, the, the key word there is kingdom. If you put him on the throne of your life, then all these other things apply, do you see? You're relieved of worry. Luke 12, 22 to 28. And uh, you have all of the provision of God because you've put him first. Seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. And then uh, you find that your treasure, your real treasure is your Lord. Where your treasure is, there will your, hearts be, your heart be also. Putting God on the throne of your life makes him your treasure instead of something that will be destroyed with the passing of time. And then God's goodness and not only does all these things, but he puts you to work for him and keeps you 
ready for his coming with your light burning. I want to be that kind of a servant, don't you? It's the Father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. Now, what does that mean to you today, beloved? Just before we sign off, let me remind you that there are areas in your life where the Lord Jesus Christ needs to be made Lord. You need to put him on the throne, so to speak, in, in, in those areas of your life. Pray to him right now and say, Lord Jesus, I've kept you out of this long enough. I've kept you out of this boy-girl relationship. I've kept you out of this relationship at the office. I've kept you out of my money. I've kept you out of my plans long enough. I want you to be on the throne of my life. Tell him. Tell him. He says, he that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. You come to him and he will receive you. And he'll become the Lord and King of your life. And you'll be able to reflect the blessing of Christ's statement, Fear not, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. A little bit more about goodness before we wind up, and we'll take that the next time we get together. Dear Father, today, keep our light shining. Keep us on the job for Thee, reflecting Thy goodness. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.